Welcome to another lesson in personal finance for the University of Houston at the Bauer College of Business. It's summer school 2021, and today we're going to do a capstone review. So uh, it's a 30 minute or so uh, video, and you can check it out in iTunes as well. Just look for Money Study Group online. It's in iTunes and anywhere podcasts are played. But I also wanted to let you know that this video is being posted in the summer school playlist. So you can go to moneystudygroup.com. It'll take you to this page and you'll see that red uh, YouTube icon. When you click on that, it should take you right to, I'm clicking on it now, it should take you right to the Money Study Group playlist. And there you see the video is already posted in the playlist. So thanks for watching. I'll see you next week. Here's the, the this week's Zoom meeting for our students at the University of Houston. Let me just jump in. It's 10.06 a.m. Let me do what I plan to do today, which is a couple of things I wanted to mention. If you're a student, <laughs> This is for you if you're a student in my course at the University of Houston at the Bauer College of Business. It's summer school 2021. And something is happening this semester. This is only the second time I've taught summer school. This course, Personal Finance, is a three-hour course. And it's typically for juniors and seniors to prepare for graduation and being responsible uh, managers of money. So. Uh, the reason that's interesting to me, important, is that this is an undergrad class, uh, but it's three hours and it's juniors and seniors. And so when I went to college, typically the, the uh, each course, each year, each semester, you know, the challenges got a little bit harder. Um, the courses got a little bit more complex. And so this is really not a complex course, but in the summer, it seems like we, we double up on the assignments. And so that makes it a very challenging, I believe, a very challenging course to take. So I just looked at RateMyProfessors.com and overall, uh, 126 comments, most of them say this is an easy A. And so I want it to be an easy A because I know you care about your grade and I care about um, helping you get a good grade. On the other hand, I really don't care about your grade. What I care about is that you learn how to manage money, that you learn uh, the basic things that you can do, the small things you can do to move the needle in your financial life. And so the course is designed around one goal, how to become a millionaire by the time you're 50. And that's something I know how to do, and that's why it's the course that I teach. Now, when we transition to online uh, with the pandemic, we also transitioned to using uh, an online planning portal. So you're building your financial plan in that portal. And I wanna just highlight today uh, what the end result looks like. This is your capstone assignment. So each assignment that you do throughout the course builds onto you, you build little pieces of your financial plan using your financial planning portal. And also, you're engaging in some teaching and tutorials and, and learning in moneystudygroup.com. So you have moneystudygroup.com, which is the online course. And then you have the financial planning portal, 
uh, the Bayrock Financial Planning Portal. And most of you are doing a great job. Um, I, most of you are doing your assignments early, you're earning an A in the course and everything's great. But what I've found is we have a group of students who are working full time and turning assignments in at the last minute and missing lots of the uh, requirements of the assignments and getting further and further and further behind. And so I have a message for you. Um, I think the right thing for you to do is to consider dropping the course as soon as possible and retake it in the fall. The summer course is just too packed to try to catch up if you're significantly behind. Now, having said that, there will be some extra credit stuff at the end of the semester if you absolutely need it and want to try to pull your grade out of a failing grade, um, or if you just want to bump it up in terms of your final grade. But I really can't be responsible for the fact that you're working full time and you're really unable to participate in the course. Uh, I think it's just really fair for the students who are earning the A and doing the work um, to continue moving forward without uh, trying to teach to the, to the group of students who are just really not, um, in my opinion, for whatever reason, not doing the work to keep up. So here we go. I want to do a review of the capstone assignment. If you just think about um, Stephen Covey, he wrote uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Great book. I read it when I was in college. And one of those seven habits is begin with the end in mind. So that's what I want to help you do today. I want you to think through uh, what does the end look like? In this course, it's your capstone assignment. <clears throat> it's worth 200 points, I believe. Uh, and it is, it kind of replaces the final exam. So every lesson, every assignment pretty much builds onto the capstone assignment. So as long as you get those pieces right throughout the course, your capstone will pretty much be done. So what I'm trying to do is give you assignments and then let you do your assignment and learn from it and build your plan, your online plan. And as you do that, some, sometimes you'll miss things and I'll try to point those out with tutorials each week or uh, you know in this zoom meeting and so it, it, that's how this course works but at the end of the day it's your capstone assignment that proves to me that you got it that you were able to complete the course so I'm, I'm gonna post this PDF document in money study group uh, along with this video just so that you have in front of you what I'm looking at right now and again this is just a student's assignment that uh, was I thought pretty impressive. It's not perfect. I don't expect anyone, any student, to do this perfectly. I, I've never completed a perfect financial plan. There are always things that could be tweaked, could be changed, improved, uh, fixed. But basically, this PDF document, this student's capstone assignment, goes through each of the elements that are inv included in the instructions in your capstone assignment. You haven't seen those instructions yet, but you will very soon because we're getting to the end of the course and we're now transitioning into investments and tax, uh, uh, you know, taking advantage of the tax code. Uh, I'm going to show you 
types of accounts and how that impacts your your investment outcomes. I'm going to teach you about investments, including uh, different asset types, asset classes, and I'm going to teach you about the perfect investment. Um, and these are all part of your money study group studies so that's where you're going to learn those things the perfect investment is how to contribute to your 401k and take advantage of what i consider to be probably the best opportunity you'll ever have if you work for a company and you have a 401k so the perfect investment is part of the lesson coming up and it will be reflected in your capstone assignment so you will calculate the cost of retirement and you will integrate the perfect investment your 401k so you will get to take your dream job that you've already um, prepared for in terms of your financial planning uh, you have already identified the job that you think you, that you would like to have when you graduate along with the income that you'll produce if you got that job and so adding the perfect investment just means now you're going to look at what are your options on your 401k and you're going to update your plan to reflect that you're investing in your 401k taking advantage of the company match that's the perfect investment and you'll learn about that in addition to the perfect investment the investment strategies that I'm going to teach you four investment strategies that are designed to maximize return and minimize risk at the same time and so that's part of the training that's part of what you're about to learn and then you're going to take all of that and you're going to integrate it into your financial plan and you're going to see how to do that with the uh, sorry I got a phone call you'll learn how to do that with the uh, the lessons that you consume in money study group so this is just the capstone this is after this student had learned you know taken the lessons watched the tutorials and then added each of those components over the course of the semester to their capstone assignment so you'll be familiar with some of these things because you've already done it in your financial plan so there's the balance sheet and then there's the budget and the budget is just it's pretty important it's a reflection of your own cost of living and so I've asked you to do some research so you can figure out what are the actual costs that apply to your living expenses and so again this is after you graduate with the idea that you're living on your own and you have your own budget so this is a real-life budget that you build into your financial plan and so when you do your capstone I'm looking to see did you get it did you do enough research to reflect realistic expenses in your life so that's part of your plan and that's part of what I'm looking for and in the budgeting it's a huge part of your financial plan the budgeting and if you think about it's a it's a mathematical model a computerized mathematical model and like any computer inputs and outputs if you put in the wrong information you're gonna get out the wrong information so we wanna be as you know as realistic as possible about those expenses because as we look at your financial plan 20 30 40 years from now if you don't have good information 
realistic information on your expenses and your budget, then your financial plan is going to be meaningless in terms of the trajectory. So I want to help you just be realistic about what is the cost of a home, what's the insurance going to cost, what are the taxes, you know, all these things that are a major part of your financial plan. If you don't understand them and you can't see how they affect the outcome, then you're going to be clueless about personal finance. And so I'm trying to help you not be clueless. And that's what this capstone will help you do. It helps you put it all together. So budgeting, it's something you get to play with. And then we've already done the, the credit crush assignment. So this is part of your capstone. You just take what you've already done and you reflect it in the capstone. So many of you are very familiar with this. I didn't really grade anybody down for having the wrong numbers on this debt strategy section when you did the assignment credit crush. I, I, I'm just looking to see that you did it and that you got to experience what happens when you play with your own strategies related to how you manage debt and paying off credit. So. A few students got some remarks back because they had a billion dollars, <laughs> literally. A, one student had $1.8 billion in terms of the uh, total savings in her plan. I think it was a she. I'm not really sure. And I don't even think I had deducted for that. I just said, you better take another look at that and see if you can figure out why you're showing almost two billion dollars in savings. That's obviously a, a mistake um, and it, it was and so that's something that you're going to want to do is look at your plan and if you have a really crazy number like a billion dollars then there's something wrong in your plan. So reach out plate you know spend some time in your plan and just look to see if you can figure it out that's a big uh, part of the capstone assignment is just to make sure you don't have any big whopper mistakes in your plan um, and if you need help with that if you need a tutorial I'm happy to do a tutorial video to help you figure that out most of the time I found that the questions that uh, you have if you have the question, another student has the question. Um, so I try to do tutorials. The Money Study Group is full of tutorial videos that are designed to answer questions that I've received from students over the course of this, uh, teaching this course, over the course of the course. So asset allocation is a huge part of financial planning. Specifically, it's a huge part of investment management. And so we build this into the plan so that you can play with it a little bit and get familiar with different asset classes like cash, small cap stocks, large cap stocks, international bonds. There's all kinds of bonds too, like international bonds, US government bonds, corporate bonds, uh, municipal bonds, and I'm not asking you to be an expert on all these different asset classes, but I am asking you to think about what is an asset class and start to be aware that different asset classes have a different impact on your financial plan and different asset classes have different risk profiles. So if you think about a small cap company versus a large cap company, that's a small company that's starting versus a big company that's been in business for a long time. A company like McDonald's is a big company. It's been in business for a long time. A small company like Lucid Motors 
It's a company that makes electronic cars. And they haven't even produced a car yet, but you can buy their stock. That would be a very small stock, like a micro, tiny. So which one has the most risk? A small company that's just starting or a big company that's been in place for a hundred years not quite a hundred years maybe but McDonald's has been around a long time so it doesn't take much thought even if you have zero experience with investing to recognize that a small startup company has more risk than a large company that's been around in business for a long time and so if you think about that risk, there's a, a corollary to that risk and return, risk and reward. So if you have more risk, you should have much, much more opportunity for reward. And that's the basic idea of asset classes and asset allocation is different asset classes have different risk profiles. And so the most important determinant of your portfolio is allocating those assets. Asset allocation is the, it's one of the investment strategies. Asset allocation is the most important determinant of your investment portfolio. So you got to understand asset allocation and you're going to do some asset allocation in your financial plan. And I think we made that pretty simple if you're just if you just spend a little time and mess around with it tax allocation is similar to asset allocation except that we're talking about types of accounts and so your capstone assignment reflects these three types of accounts you've got it's kind of hard to see you've got a taxable asset a tax deferred asset and a tax free asset tax free would be a Roth IRA tax deferred would be your 401k and then taxable would just be any account where there's no tax benefits. It's just like your bank account or it could be a brokerage account where you, you just you pay tax every time you sell a stock. If it makes money, you sell the stock and then you pay tax on it. But you don't pay tax if you do that same transaction in a 401k or a Roth IRA you don't have to you're not it's not a taxable event and so I want you to understand tax allocation because over time it's going to make a big difference in your financial plan in your investment plan so that's part of your capstone is just showing that you've done that that you've allocated to different types of accounts and so you're going to learn that and the capstone shows just uh, a bunch of information that relates to your plan, your asset allocation, your tax allocation. And then you do this retirement analysis, which is a really cool part of the financial planning portal. It's really easy to do. It's a place where you get to change variables like your age, like how much income you have, how much are you saving for retirement, what are your expenses, what's the inflation. There are all these different variables and you get to take control of your plan and tweak these different metrics, these different pieces of the puzzle that will tell you what is your probability of success in retirement. And so you're going to get to play with that in your financial planning portal. And then you're going to take that information and you're going to make it part of your capstone. You're going to show me just like you did in the credit crush assignment. Here's what I did. Here's how it affected my plan. And 
that's it you're just gonna show me what you did with a screenshot and tell me what you learned and that's an assignment that's coming up this week but it's also going to be part of your capstone so do you see how your capstone assignment is really uh, the uh, accumulation of each of the assignments you've done throughout the semester. Each of the data cards that you build in your financial plan become part of your capstone assignment. And so retirement analysis is a, probably the biggest, coolest piece of your financial planning portal is this tool where you can go to one place and you can change and tweak different metrics that will change the outcome of your retirement. So I want you to get to experience that in this course. I want you to get to see what are the determinants of your retirement outcomes. Things like the return on your investments. Things like, did you invest in a tax-free investment or a taxable investment? That makes a big difference in the future of your financial plan, your financial future. So I want you to understand these things and just see how they work inside of a financial plan, inside your financial plan. So the capstone is really, it's where it all comes together. Okay, let's scroll down. This is the retirement analysis snapshot. You can see it's a percentage. And then you can see here, like I was saying, these are each of these are different uh, pieces of the retirement puzzle. And you can change those things to be, you know, your, when you're going to retire, uh, how much, what your expenses are, the asset allocation that you've chosen, Let's see if I can get that on the screen for you. So these are all things that you get to play with uh, when you want to retire, when you're going to get Social Security. So these are all things you get to play with in your plan that will determine, uh, they'll make big differences, big changes in your retirement analysis. So I want you to see how that works. <coughs> Excuse me. Okay, so that's a big part of the uh, capstone cash flow summary screen this is really if you're a financial planner and I don't expect you to become a financial planner um, but if you want to go behind the curtain in your financial plan and see what's really happening cash flow is the place to do that that's where I would go immediately with a client or with your plan to see what's really going on I jump right into the cash flow summary and I would get to see if there's a mistake in the plan it will show up in the cash flow Cash flow is really important. It's one of the seven elements of financial planning. So I'm a certified financial planner, and I was trained, just like every other certified financial planner, to address seven elements of financial planning. And one of them, a big one of them, is cash flow analysis. And that's basically where you're looking at inflows and outflows. And something I learned a long time ago is if you're, inflows no if you're if you're up Siri thinks I'm talking to her go away Siri I just got dinged um, so if your outflows sorry go away Siri I should have put my iPad on Apple or airplane mode if your outflows exceed your inflows then your upkeep becomes your downfall so cash flow is really important 
in the scheme of things in terms of financial planning. So that's part of what you'll do. There's a little screenshot of cash flow. It shows uh, the year, um, your age, and your financial plan, the income inflows, the plan distributions, other outflows, total inflows, expenses, goals, tax payment. So all of these things are part of your cash flow summary and it's all there in your plan to check it out and you can see there are um, all these tabs that you can play with if you want to go deeper I don't I'm not requiring you to go deeper again I'm not requiring you to become a master planner but I am expecting you to go and play with your plan and look at each of these elements each of these major components that are part of your capstone assignment so net worth is another one it's a big piece of a financial plan, uh, your net worth, and so that's part of the capstone as well. And then we get into invested assets, and this is really a big part of any financial plan is your investment. So I'm going to teach you again about the perfect investment, and I'm going to teach you four investment strategies that are specifically designed to maximize your return and minimize your risk so that over time you will become a fearless investor and you will be way ahead of those friends of yours and other people who don't have a clue about these four investment strategies. Let me just tell you what they are real quick. The first investment strategy is diversification. You're going to learn about this week about diversification this week in money study group so the first strategy designed to maximize return and minimize risk is diversification think Enron if you don't know anything about Enron it's a great story for diversification it's the story that I always use to illustrate the importance of diversification that's strategy number one number two is asset allocation I said this before, asset allocation is the single most important determinant of your portfolio's returns. You can't really apply asset allocation until you understand a little bit about asset classes. So think small cap, mid cap, large cap. If you don't know what that means, do a little Google search and understand the difference between a small capitalized company stock, a mid cap, a large cap. Just start there and compare those with cash. And then take a look at bonds. What is a bond? You're going to have to understand what is a bond versus an equity and that's part of this week's training is understanding the difference between an equity and a bond. But within those two major types of assets there's a whole range of different asset classes. So an equity would be a company stock. It could be a small company, it could be a middle-sized company, it could be a large company, and each one has a different level of risk. And so each one has a different level of risk and reward. And so I want you to do a little thinking, do a little research, do a little study, and understand different asset classes. And it's really not hard to do, but depending on where you are in terms of your understanding of investing, you may have to do a little more research. Again, I don't expect you to become an expert. You shouldn't have to spend a lot of time on this, but you do need to understand those basic things if you want to benefit from this week's lessons and from 
the capstone assignment that's coming toward you quickly. So another thing is is the accounts. Uh, <clears throat> accounts are different than investments. So when I say Roth IRA, a lot of people think a Roth IRA is an investment or a 401k. A lot of people think that I'm investing in a 401k. So you don't invest you do invest inside of that account, but they're not investments. A Roth IRA is not an investment. It's a type of account. A Roth IRA is a tax-free type of account. A 401k is a tax-deferred type of account. A deductible IRA is a tax-deferred type of account. So then you have a taxable account, which means it doesn't have any tax benefits. It's just an account. You can invest anything in a brokerage account. You can invest in Bitcoin. You can invest in gold. You can invest in, you name it, large cap, small cap, bonds, almost an infinite number of investments. But when you do that in a taxable account, you get hit with a lot of tax cost. So by doing the same thing in a tax qualified account, whether it's tax deferred or tax free, you get lots of tax benefits. And so that's what I want you to understand and that's part of uh, the capstone assignment. Okay, so uh, you've already done insurance, that was this week. And by the way, let me just say, if you're struggling with finding how to put insurance on your home, the first thing you're gonna wanna check is to make sure you clicked that you own your home. So I get this question, I got three students at 3.45 this morning, the assignment's due at 10 a.m. At 3.45 this morning, I got emails from three students who said, I can't add insurance to my home, help me. So I emailed them back to say, I looked at your plan and you say in your plan that you're a renter. Well, you can't buy homeowner's insurance if you don't own your home. So you have to change that. And then once you change that, you can add the insurance. So that comes up every semester and it shows me, well, what shows me the most is if you're waiting till 3.45 in the morning, the day before the assignment's due to complete the assignment, I can't help you. I've already tried. You've, you get extra points if you turn your assignments in early, Friday by three o'clock, you get input, you get feedback, you get assistance. But if you wait till 3.45 in the morning, I mean, that's on you, not me. Okay, so uh, again, you're gonna, kind of highlight in the capstone your profile just shows a summary of the information you have uh, so again I'm going to include this PDF in your money study group so that you have an example a PDF example of the capstone assignment so that you can uh, kind of wrap your head around everything that's part of this assignment because it's it's a big part of the course and it's coming at you quickly so one final word before I let you go uh, I don't know how to say this except that uh, if you are finding yourself struggling with points and you're behind and you're confused and you're not really sure um, 
you know, where you're at in this course, at this point in the course, I would really strongly recommend that you drop the course and take it in the fall. You'll have a lot more time to digest and process the assignments and the lessons if you take it in the fall. I am sorry to say this course, you know, it's a three-hour course and it's a lot of information and while 126 students have said that it's an easy A, you know, it is an easy A. It's like if you can do the things you need to do as a student to keep up with your assignments and do the work and turn it in, especially turn it in early, this is an easy A. But if you're waiting till the last minute, if you're not putting the time in, if you're just basically trying to work full time and do this class, you know, in the wee hours of the morning, along with maybe two or three other classes, that's just not a recipe for success, my friend. And so I would encourage you to think about dropping the course, taking it in the fall when you have more time. This, is, this course is too important for you to just try to cram it in and just get a passing grade. I know that may sound a little self-serving to say that this course is very important to you. I, I believe every professor teaching a course believes it's maybe the most important course you'll ever take. Well, I believe that about personal finance. And if that's true, you don't want to shortchange yourself by just doing the last minute, the least amount of work. You, you might pass, but you're going to miss out on a ton of really helpful information that can really move the needle in your financial life. And that's my hope. That's why the goal of this course is to teach you to become a millionaire by the time you're 50. And I can teach you how to do that. I know how to do that. I did that. And it's not rocket science. It's not nearly as hard as you might think. But if you can't pass this course, if you don't go through this course with a high level of confidence as you go through the course, that's an indicator that you're not investing enough time. It's kind of like me deciding I'm going to run a marathon without ever you know, learning how to run uh, a 10K or a 5K. It takes time, it takes effort, it takes commitment to do those things. And this course does take commitment. It's not an easy A if you're not committed to do the work. It's not. Those students that said it's an easy A and RateMyProfessors.com, they were willing to commit the time in order to earn an A. And it was easy. It is easy, but it takes time and commitment. So please, if you're struggling with points and you're not sure you're going to pass, my recommendation would be consider dropping the course now and retaking it in the fall. So I hope that's fair, and I hope that doesn't offend you, uh, but it is the truth. And sometimes the truth, while it will set you free, it could also irritate you a bit. So thanks for watching this video. I mean, I don't know who's watching. I have no idea if anybody's watching. But I'm going to hit the end button now. And I'm going to make sure this is posted in YouTube and Facebook. And it will be in the playlist for our summer school students so that you know right where to go to watch this week's Zoom meeting, which is required. It's like going to class, except we don't have class because we're online. So 
you are required to watch these Zoom meetings, and you can watch it at double speed. That's what I would do. I would go to YouTube. I'd watch the video on YouTube. I'd click the little control button, and I'd change the playback speed to two, so it's as fast as possible. You can listen 10 times faster than I can talk. So that's a thought for the day. I hope you had an awesome Independence Day celebration. I did with my family. It was just amazing. So if you want to watch the videos of my family enjoying barbecue and grilled corn on the cob and getting my motorcycle, my gold wing stuck in the mud in my yard, all these videos are, are part of Maddie for President. It's a little family podcast, video podcast. Anyway, that's just beside the point. That's my little advertisement. I hope you have a great week, and if you have questions, leave a comment below, and I will read it. I read all of them. If you're in YouTube, leave a comment. I read those before I read Facebook. Facebook is kind of like, I just don't go to Facebook that often. So YouTube comments below. I will see them. If it's a question, I'll try to reply soon. Here's a, my final thought. A couple of students have asked for tutorial videos to help them in the course. Uh, and so that's great. I'm happy to do a tutorial video, but I need you to tell me exactly what it is you want me to do the tutorial on. Chances are I've already done the tutorial and it's in Money Study Group in the online course. But if you need something, some clarification, a tutorial, I'm happy to do another tutorial video if it's necessary, if you need it. But you got to tell me specifically what you need. Leave it in the comments below, and I will post a video tutorial to answer your questions. So thanks for watching this video. I'll see you next time.